All right, you know what time it is. Welcome back, 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 back again. The Fantasy Freaking Football Podcast. Fantasy Freaking Football Podcast, yeah. Your man Julian's in town. Get in the holiday spirit. Halloweeny. I'm right here, baby. The number one Halloweeny. This guy. Julian's here. James, say what's up to the people. What's up? Crazy week. Crazy week. A lot to talk about. Uh, Brandon, say what's up. What it do? What to do, good people? What's going on? All right. Hey, we're four weeks in. Uh, we're shooting this on Friday nights. So we just watched the Thursday night game uh, for week five of the Rams versus the Seahawks. So one game week five, but we have a lot to talk about, a lot of injuries, injuries last night even. So uh, let, let's go. The first thing that's on everybody's minds that just happened, breaking news, Russell Wilson out at least a month, expected six to eight weeks. Uh, news or nothing, Geno Smith looked great last night. And he'll, he'll be able to maintain – I mean, they're a two-and-two two team. They're not a great team, but they're keeping their, I would say, wild card playoff spot alive. You think Geno Smith is a viable fantasy option? Yes I'll or no? I'll start now. Let me go first. No, that's nothing. Um, they're going to stay in the basement. They're done. Thin. Go ahead, B. Um, I, I personally think um, Geno um, – because typically, like, when injuries happen, right – because they spent weeks preparing for Russell Wilson, not Geno Smith. So I think it was a little bit of that too last night, of kind of like the unprepared for Geno Smith. So I think once, you know, professional defensive coordinators and game planners start to scheme for Geno Smith, yeah, he's going to come all the way down to earth. So I think the fantasy value for Metcalf, especially Lockett, is tanked. Like, especially Lockett, because that was that was Russell's favorite target. So I don't really yeah. – I, 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 Geno, Geno would be would, – he's going to be on the waiver wire, we guarantee it. Yeah, we were watching the game last night, and DK, his, his value is still there. Don't, don't trade away DK. Geno Smith is looking for DK Metcalf, and he, he killed it, even with Geno in there. Uh, I think Geno is going to have to take a lot of risks. I think they're going to play from behind. <clears throat> so if you need a quarterback now, Russell was your guy. He wasn't having that great of a season to begin with, but if you need a guy, yeah, sure, he can, he can give you some points. But we'll move on to the next topic. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you going to stay on Seahawks? No, I'm going to stay on quarterback. We'll go. We'll come back to Seahawks. I'm going. We're talking about if you need a quarterback to fill in for Russell Wilson. There's another guy, a guy named Trey Lance, who's starting this week. Now, obviously, if you played Russell Wilson, you got screwed because week five you already played him. I happen to be in one of my leagues. I haven't won, but I have Trey Lance in that league, and I almost benched Russell before the game. I almost did it, but Trey Lance at the time was probably going to start. Well, now they officially said he's going to start. We don't know how long he is, but there's a good chance Trey Lance takes the starting job. News or nothing, Trey Lance is a viable fantasy option. In, yes. my, in my opinion, yes, he's a viable playoff uh, fantasy option, especially if you lost Russell Wilson. But, Brandy, go ahead. Yeah, uh, I, I definitely, like, if, if you want a quarterback, like, like don't touch Geno with a 10-foot pole, but definitely get you some of that Trey Lance. Snatch him up super quick. Um even if Russell was hurt last night, you can jump on top of the wire because he's 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 going to be able to pick up off claims. What was tomorrow? So so like snatch him up because you know with the Kyle Shanahan's offense, especially when they get in the red zone, they're not going to be handed to the running backs. They're going to be given to Trey. So on top of his ability to scramble, you know like he's he's definitely going to be in the realm of the Justin Fields, the Jalen Hurts, to where he's going to get you maybe 70, 70, 80 rushing yards a game. I think with you know with the pick with the potential to get rushing touchdowns on the goal line. 
So would either of you guys replace um, Russell Wilson um, with Justin Fields as a starter? I don't know, man. I, I had Justin Fields in one league. I dropped him. I, he hasn't proved to me. So it's, we talked about it, it, it's not necessarily him. I don't think that offensive line is good enough to protect him to make him a fantasy starter. So no, yeah. I would not. I would not play unless it's a two quarterback league and Justin Fields is the best available and I need somebody for a fill in week. I'm not playing Justin Fields because that line is atrocious. Right. So, but, but remember Trey Lance's backfields a little banged up. Um, Kittles is doubtful for this week. Um, and when we spoke, you, you thought Justin wasn't going, well, it was last episode. I think you said you didn't feel like Justin was going to start anymore and he is the starter now. So, um, Justin who? either of the, what's that? Justin who? Fields. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, I think he's just as viable a start if that was your only option as Trey Lance because of what's going on with that offense. <laughs> However, there's a better option out there that's only who's only owned in 51% of the league or leagues. And uh, you mentioned him last week, and it was Kirk Cousins. And I mean, with the targets that he has, and with um, you know, with the, with the running back depth that they have. Um, I think Kirk Cousins is a better uh, start than either of those. So, and, and way better than Trey Lance because I'm going, I'm going bet over a rookie with those receivers any day. So, yeah, so we'll stay on the topic of quarterbacks and we'll keep doing news or nothing on quarterbacks. Uh, I agree with you. I, I, I put Trey Lance well above uh, Justin Fields, though, because his offense, I think, is way better than Chicago's. I think he has a better line. He has better receivers. Uh, and I'll, I'll talk more about the receivers in a minute, too, but so let's say Kirk Cousins, definitely a better option. Another thing, news or nothing, Sam Darnold is QB number five through four weeks. Is he a viable starter for the rest of the season? Um, I personally wouldn't. I think a lot of his scores, too, have been coming from those goal line touchdowns. So it's kind of like he, he has more rushing touchdowns than anybody in the league. Yeah. Sam so Darnold has more rushing yeah. touchdowns yeah. than anybody. That includes running backs. Anybody I mean, in the league. On, on top of that, because he's he's getting a lot of goal line rushing touchdowns, which, like I said, you can kind of make the numbers look however you want them to look. But I mean, I, I'm not I'm not starting Sam Darnold as a viable option unless maybe I have the Russell Wilson effect where he's out and like I, I, I was depending on Russell, and then I'm probably looking at the Daniel Joneses if they're available, the the, the Trey Lances, the Sam Darnold. But I wouldn't I wouldn't consider Sam Darnold any higher of an option than I would, you know, in my personal opinion, Trey Lance, Kirk Cousins, Daniel Jones. Like, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider them him any better of an option just because I feel like the numbers are a little skewed in regards to those Russian touchdowns. Okay. James, what do you think? I don't think, I, I don't think that success is sustainable. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Me either. Especially, especially with um, McCaffrey being out again. I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I and, and guess what, guys? Uh, whatever, whatever his stats look like, I just can't trust Sam Darnold. So we can move on. <laughs> See, uh, I, 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 I disagree. I, I, I think, and I think Sam Darnold is a viable starting option, especially with Christian McCaffrey out. Christian McCaffrey again is doubtful this week. So if you got Chuba Hubbard, uh, you're playing him at least in your flex. But I think he's going to keep faltering those goal line rushes, especially with Christian McCaffrey out. So it, it, I think Sam Darnold playing the way he is decreases Chubba Hubbard's value a little bit, but obviously CMC is, is a different kind of talent. So when he comes back, he still will, will, I think once CMC comes back, Sam Darnold's value goes back down to what you'd expect from QB 14 or, or so somewhere around there weekly. <clears throat> but right now with CMC out and he's again, he's doubtful this week. I think he's a great starting option, especially going against the Eagles. 
not very good. I, I see no problem starting Sam Donald this week. Next one, we're sticking with quarterbacks. Uh, something that Brandon just mentioned. So we said uh, Sam Donald's QB fives this far through the season. News or nothing, Danny Dimes. Daniel Jones is QB number six thus far this season. Is he a viable option, even with Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton both out this week? Is he a very uh, a valuable selection in your quarterback spot this week? Or season long? James, go ahead. No, I don't believe so. Um, you know, again, he, he's, he's just like Darnold to me. You know what I mean? Like th- these are, these are cats that I was, if I'm in a deep league and I got a bye week, I may start. Um, but I'm, I'm not looking to replace like a Russell Wilson with them as my starter to they're a guy that I'd start. If I was playing um, quarterback roulette, they're, they're a guy I'd start based on matchup. And so like this week I may, if I was doing that, you know what I mean? Um, I don't, I'm not actually doing that in any of my leagues. So I wouldn't even look at Danny Dimes, honestly. What do you look at? I, I feel like I feel like I, I mean, call me a homer here in this situation, but um, I I think Danny Dimes like have you was, ever even been to New York, Brandon? Absolutely, I have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next question. Next Sorry, question. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Next question, a hole. But, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, D- D- Danny Dimes. I I think that I think you could start Danny Dimes. I would be confidently starting him weekly, man. I, I just would because because they've changed up. They they've because what Jason Garrett has done. From last year, um, is he's he, he's used he's using Daniel Jones's athleticism to protect him from all the turnovers, like all the drop back passing, three step, five step drops. He's changed all that to where now he's doing read option. He's doing you know he's doing RPO game. He you know he's telling Daniel Jones to you know to pull it. That's that's still rushing yards. Like that that is that is, those are still points. So in the, in the midst of fantasy value, we're not saying that Daniel Jones is a world beater and he's going to win the MVP. But in, in the midst of talking about his fantasy value, I would. If, if I lost Russell Wilson, I would start Daniel Jones comfortably every week. So I, uh, I absolutely agree. Uh, every week, if, if things start to change, then, then maybe because we haven't seen so far in Daniel Jones's career him to be consistent for a season playing the level he's playing. But right now, off of four weeks, off of almost a quarter of the season, it's not a quarter anymore since we have 17 games, but almost a quarter. I think if you're basing it off of this, you can feel comfortable. Yeah. I, and, and I feel the same way with Sam Darnold. Again, I feel a little bit uh, – I'm a little hesitant with Sam Darnold once CMC comes back. Even though he's still playing well, he wasn't putting up as good of numbers with CMC there. I feel like he's compensating a little bit with Chris McCaffrey there, and he's showing capable of doing so. So, But I think uh, both of them are viable starting options this week. And going ahead, I don't see the problem either. All right, another one. Cordell Patterson is running back number three on the season. <laughs> Brandon beat me this week. His his two starting his two highest drafted running backs he's already dropped. He drafted Raheem Mostert and Sonny Michelle. They're gone, gone. And and he beat me this week. He played Cordell Patterson. I looked at his lineup, thought I got this one in the bag. I scored like the third or fourth highest points in the league. Brandon was zero three, and then came into it and scored the highest points in the league. Behind, hey, put my business out like that, Junior. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm saying you got to win, man. But last week I said you weren't here because you hadn't won a game yet, and then you beat me. So congrats, Cordell Patterson exploded for him and has been doing for doing so for everybody. Yes or no, Cordell Patterson is a great starting option in your RB one or two 
for the rest of the season. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, they, they seem to love to give them the rock. So, and you, and you just mentioned, or you always mention opportunity to give them the rock scores, touchdowns. It's awesome. All right. So Brandon, what do you think? I think, I think Cordell Patterson is a viable uh, fantasy flex option because Atlanta, they're just using him, you know, he's, he's getting quantity and he's getting looks from, from multiple different angles. So I definitely think he's a good start. Yeah, I, I do. It's news. Cordell Patterson, the rest of the season, uh, play, play him. Play him. It, the opportunity thing is funny because he's actually not getting that many opportunities, but just the opportunities he is getting, he's turning them all into touchdowns. So I think going forward, he will get more opportunities. All right, James. James says he has some news he wants to talk about. James, go ahead. You said you want to talk about Seahawks. We talk about some other stuff. Bring it up. Bring it up, baby. Chris Carson, what's up? So uh, it's, it's funny. In a, in a league that um... – uh, I, uh, one of my leagues, I have McCaffrey and I got Hubbard and I got Collins in a league that I drafted Carson, right? So Carson was, uh, Carson was lackluster. Um, you know, I, I, or, I mean, Collins, I would have expected, Collins. and y'all tell you, Collins was getting the rock early. Um, but uh, you guys, do you guys think if Carson stays down, uh, he stays a viable start? I do. I do. I saw they're using Bo Dallas a lot uh, in the fourth quarter. <clears throat> I think it's because they're playing from behind. Then again, I think they may be playing from behind a lot with Geno Smith as a quarterback for the next four to eight weeks. But Alex Collins is a good running back. There's no question he is a good running back. Uh, he didn't really seize the moment as much as I was hoping he would. I picked him up and played him in two leagues. But I do think he's going to be getting some goal line touches. I think he's going to be getting a lot of work. I think Alex Collins is the RB1. And uh, they say that Chris Carson has a chronic neck injury. That could probably have him questionable every week for the rest of the season, perhaps the rest of his career. Uh, if For those that don't know, acute means something that you can get over quickly. Chronic means long-term. He's dealing with a long-term injury. So I would not drop Alex Collins at all. If you get rid of him, you trade him away. But he has absolute value. Brandon, yeah. yeah, especially for like the flex position too. So, so I mean, if you need a flex, like I mean, on any given week, he can he can mess around and get you two goal line touchdowns, especially with Russell Wilson being out. So, so I mean, like the value, I feel like they're probably going to lean heavier on the run game with Russell Wilson being out. And like, even though Geno, you know, played well, like I said, I feel like that's a little bit of a they weren't really expecting Russell Wilson to not be playing. So once right. you know the D corner is kind of key and that and game plan for him, I think the Seahawks are going to change. Run, you know, putting, you know, leaning heavily on the run. So I think Alex Collins will definitely have value, especially in goal line touches, you know, as far as, as far as getting an end zone. So careful, careful on dropping Collins. So I don't want to give you guys um, fake news because uh, Pete Carroll labeled Carson day to day today. No, so. and, and, and that was my point is he's going to be day to day probably for the rest of the season. A chronic injury means sometimes you come back and you're okay. Sometimes you're not almost like Dalvin cooks issues. He came back last week against the Browns, didn't didn't perform well, and now he's questionable again this week. So another, so Alex Collins, treat him the same way you treat Alexander Madison. Hold right. on to them. You don't I've drop. I dropped Madison in zero leagues because you don't no. unless, unless you need to. Uh, it. Some severe bye week. Severe bye week issues, things Good. like that happen. If you absolutely need the spot, then you need the spot. You got to fill out a starting roster, Good. and you don't start, and you don't drop. 
studs. Like you don't drop David Montgomery. He's hurt, but you don't drop. Him. So there are certain players that are undroppable, but you hold on to Alexander Mad- Madison and Alex yes. Collins if you can. Ma- Madison is definitely probably the most the most um, prime um, handcuff that you can have because there there hasn't been a season that Dalvin Cook in the league has not been injured. So he, and he's, he's also always, explosive. Alexander yeah, Madison yeah, is good. Yeah, yeah. So so I mean Dalvin Cook he gets hurt every single season. So you definitely want to hold on to Madison because you know at some point his his number is going to get called. So so and the, the other thing I wanted to talk about is news or nothing. I got one. Calvin Ridley not traveling with the team to play in the London game. It's absolute uh, news. Absolute news. He is a wide receiver one, but but how do you look at it? How do you, you look at it? It's news if you have uh, if you have the Calvin Ridley on your team. It's news because now you're like ah, I gotta I gotta fill that spot. And Calvin Ridley's a, a every week starter. It's news if you have the Jets defense. Now you're like, oh, Jets defense might go up a little bit, which I would play the Jets defense anyway. But just news for those reasons. It's also news if you have Kyle Pitts. Now he's a better option. It's news if you have Cordell Patterson. Going to get the ball even more now. So, yeah. So, yes, it's absolute news. 36 this week. Yeah. uh, Cordell Patterson, his value is sky high, and it just went a little bit higher with with, uh, Ridley out. So and, And also Russell Gage. Russell Gage is a better option yeah. now. If you need, so what do you think? What do you, what do you think that's about? They said it was a personal issue, right? There's it could be anything, been, man. A lot of de- I got you, but it's not. There's been a lot of detail about it. Uh, so, do you think there's some concern about the locker room? Do you think there's some concern about Ridley's um, uh, opportunities going forward? I don't. I think we all have personal matters. You said personal matter. I'm I'm taking it for what it is. I'm not trying to look into it more than that. I think if there is something more to it, we'll find out eventually. But personal matter, this has happened in the past. Sometimes players don't travel overseas. Yeah. All right. Keep your eye on. So news or nothing, Mike Williams, who is wide receiver five on the season, proved an unworthy weekly starter with his dud of a performance of one catch on only four targets for 11 yards on Monday night. Um, I, I, I we, we spoke, we spoke highly. You spoke very highly of him. Um, we, we, we talked about it. Um, you know, I, I, in that offense, you're going to see that it, it is what it is. Um, Eckler went off though, right? Yeah. Eckler went off. So you're going to have, you're going to have, you're going to have those days. Every receiver dude, even Julio in his prime had those days. Every, every, wide receiver one has those days i would i think that's nothing um you're gonna you're gonna get that fancy football yeah i mean i mean i mean keen allen didn't have an explosive night either though so i mean it's not really you know it's not really but i I think he put up double digit points not i i think i think mike williams put up two mike williams put up like two points maybe three no no two yeah 11 yards one catch but two points that's that's embarrassing but yeah, I, I also I'm still, I'm still high on him. Chemistry's good there. Chemistry's also, good there. You, you 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 don't go anywhere uh, with Williams right now. I also think it was a. See, the thing is, though, on, on on Monday night, I mean, I mean, there was, I mean, there was a pass that Justin Herbert completely overthrew and overthrew right him. wide open too. So right. I mean, I mean, I mean, like like if they connect on that, right? And now you're going to probably points. probably scores. You know what I mean? Yeah. On and, a 30, and, 40 yard touchdown. And, and with that play alone, he now is a double digit scorer. So, exactly. yeah, I, and, and I was actually going to bring that up. So thank you, Brandon. 
that that's the one that 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 comes into my mind while watching the game. So yes, I think it's nothing. I think just like James said, sometimes that's going to happen to the best of us, yeah. and not us because we're schmoes, but to the best uh, <laughs> fantasy players. Um, n- news or nothing. Randall Cobb and AJ Green are back. Yeah, we yeah. talked about Randall Cobb. We talked about Randall Cobb. And let's talk about AJ Green. Said he's a great pickup. And he and ended up putting like 17 points. Yeah, we spoke about AJ Green and uh, you picked him up literally during the podcast. And then I dropped him and played Nick Akine West or Westbrook Akine, who gave me one. I needed a flex option with PPR. I got one point from this guy because Julio and AJ Brown were out, end up losing. If I would have played AJ AJ Green like I like I picked up, but I changed my mind in the last second, I would have won. But sorry, sorry for interrupting. I got emotional. That's okay. Fantasy football. I know how you feel about it. Well, so, so, so you so, think they're back? They're back? Or no, 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 I, I don't, man. I don't. Honestly, man, I don't. I think, I think they're going to put up, uh, I think they're going to put up wide receiver two, wide receiver three numbers um, for their team. Like, so I'm, I'm, I'm expecting an average of seven, eight points, uh, even in PPR, maybe 10 in PPR from both those guys. I mean, but again, like, you know, like we said, just like your superstars have duds, but you got to ride your horses. You know, you're going to have your secondary, your wide receiver two, wide receiver three, be the guy that week. And um, I think Randall Cobb is, I think they're looking to draw some coverage off of uh, Devante. I mean, I think, I mean, Randall, Randall Cobb's a dog. We all know that, but he's old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's your boyfriend old, is old, Julian. Your boyfriend is old. Yeah, yeah. I, I truly wouldn't put too much stock, especially in the AJ Green thing. I mean, he had a good week. That's great. You know, I mean, I mean, so does every now and again, does Christian Kirk. Ronald Moore has, has fell off the planet somewhere, you know. D-Hop comes, comes and goes. Like, with that offense, I just – I just think Kyler Murray is, is really good with distributing to everybody. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's, he's really good with getting everybody involved in the offense. So I think like it's a little more of that versus AJ green is definitely going to, you know, destroy your third, fourth cornerback easily. You know what I mean? Easily all day. You know what I mean? Cause I mean, he's still a pro bowl, you know, hall of fame, cowboy wide receiver. So, I mean, he kind of gets lost in the shuffle for that, you know, for that matchup, but he's, he's not somebody that I would, you know, lay my bread on, Every week you'd be like, yep, starting, you know what I mean? Starting AJ Green. Now, if you need it, you know, I would play in baseball matchups. Like if, you, like if I needed a wide receiver help or flex, you know, bye weeks are coming up, you know, soon. So, so I mean, you know, in, in that sense, but other than that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put too much stock in the AJ Green thing. I mean, he had one good week. So, so uh, kind of going with Brandon, but I think I'm a little higher than Brandon. So definitely higher than James, a little higher than Brandon. I think that they're both worth rostering and, yes. and they should probably either one can be your wide receiver three on your team. Meaning you should have two wide receivers that you play regularly in your wide receiver one and two spot above them. But I'm not upset if, if he's your filling guy or if you're in a PPR league and you play him in a flex in a good matchup because they're running yeah, the slot. I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree yeah. with that, but you, your question was, are they back? Meaning, I remember I remember AJ Green being a, a, a wide receiver one forever. I yeah, remember Sam Cobb, Sam Cobb. A guy you needed to have on your squad. Yeah, Sam Cobb said yeah. they were they were back. they were both second round picks years ago. Yeah. See, I right. think I think was, so I, I meant I meant not back to their prime, but back at meaning fantasy relevant. Are you 
is it sure. okay to play them in your in your starting lineup this week See, and going forward? If 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 I'm in a PPR league, I would be way more amped to play Ronald Cobb because I feel like he's gonna get a ton of catches. He's, he's gonna get a ton of catches. He he may even score in the red zone. Like I feel like his opportunity because of his chemistry with with, with Aaron Rodgers yeah. is gonna be there. Yeah, Kyle Murray doesn't really have chemistry with AJ Green. He doesn't know AJ Green you know, from a bag of potatoes out in the street. You know what I mean? He, he, he just he's, so, he's feeding him, bro. I, I, I mean, I mean, he is, but, but he still has he still has D Hop. You know, he still has Ronald Moore. Still has Kirk. Kirk. He still has. You know what I mean? So, so I feel like Aaron Rodgers specifically went out and name dropped. You know, right? Uh, he uh, he made Carl. the team trade for yeah, him. So, exactly. so I, I uh, even though AJ Green is like consistently doing a little bit better, Randall Cobb had an amazing week the last yeah. weekend. But AJ Green seems like maybe a little bit better of a uh, consistent option. I think going through the rest of the season. I think Riddle Cop is the guy if I'm picking one of those two. And I'm okay probably most weeks playing him if you're struggling for a wide receiver two, but ideally a wide receiver three. I am very comfortable with having Randall Cobb as my wide receiver three on my team, especially in PPR format for the rest of the season. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about some injuries. There are a flipping ton. We're four weeks in. Week two. But let's go here first. So Elijah Moore, running back for San Francisco 49ers, is back. He said they're healthy. He's healthy this week. Who are you comfortable with playing a running back? Elijah Moore, or Trey Sermon, or neither this week? James, go. Neither. And why? Why? Because I don't. I don't. Um, I don't really. I don't. I don't trust that 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 backfield. I mean, if I had to start one, I got to start one. I'm going to start a Buckeye because I. I like the way he runs. It is what it is. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I, I worry about that backfield all the time, man. I, it, it bugs me out. So I, 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 I've rostered him. Um, I do not start him um, unless I have to. So with that, with that being said, then I, I'm going to let you talk in a second, Brandon. I apologize for cutting off. But, but if you if the information comes out Saturday night, Sunday morning, hey, uh, Elijah Moore is our starter or Trey Sermon is our starter, either way, then are you comfortable starting them? No, I, I, th- I think that offense is that offense and, and, and it's running back by, by committee and it is what it is. Um, so, so okay. I think, I think Trey Lance is a better start than both of them. Sup. Okay, Brandon. Um, I, man, it's, it's, it's like some kind of weird voodoo, man. And that 49ers, like the building, the team, the aura, I mean, they, yeah, they are dealing with, they, they deal with injuries every single year i mean from the quarterback i i remember what last year they were down to like the third string quarterback down to the third string i mean i mean the injuries there, ends, everything yeah. I, yeah i have i have no idea why people are consistently getting injured in, in san francisco so i've i've tried my luck at that 49ers bag like week after week i remember when Brady was there like he, he he was a good star had a couple weeks and you know like i mean it's it's just nuts man so like um i personally would just completely stay away from the 49ers backfield even if they said Elijah Mitchell was the was the uh, the legit starter, his name name starter. He can go out in the first quarter and you start him, he gets hurt, and then Trey Sermon comes in. You know what I mean? So it's just like no, absolutely no. I, I would be like this. Nope. The the the, the only 49ers I'm consistently starting is Debo Samuel and, and Kittle. That's it. So so with that, uh, I, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna give my perspective. But Kittle is questionable for this week. I most likely out. Oh. Doubtful, doubtful, right? Okay. I, last time I read this, a questionable. I think it was uh, downgraded to doubtful. Yeah. So most likely outs. So again, on backup tight ends, 
going forward, I, I think this week, week five, I don't feel great starting either running back, even if they say Elijah Mitchell's our starter or Trey Sermon's our starter. I don't feel great still. I would like to see one game with them both healthy because we haven't seen that yet. Even uh, when Elijah Mitchell got hurt, Trey Sermon got hurt the same game. Uh, but Trey Sermon came back the next week. So I would like to see them both and then see, see a week. But if you have to pay attention, see what's going on, and see who you can play. So I got Kittle. Yeah, Kittle. Wait, wait. I, 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 I want to mention this, but if we haven't touched it yet, anybody that's still listening to this podcast, please realize that the, the Jets-Falcons game is in London. I mean, it starts at 9.30 Eastern time. If you are on the West Coast like myself, 6.30 a.m., I don't plan on being up at 6.30 this, this Sunday unless my two-year-old wakes me up. So if unless that happens, I'm not going to be catching that game. And if I'll catch the second half, that's fine. But which means if you have a Falcons or a Jets player, if you have Corey Davis, if you have Michael Carter, if you have Pitts, Cordell Patterson, Matt, Matty Ice, is that any, anybody like this and you want to play them or you have them in your starting lineup and you want to bench them, do that Saturday night. It's a public service announcement. We need it from here on forward. Start paying attention to starting times in London because that can bite you in the butt. Michael Carter, boomer bust this week against the Falcons. Boom, boom, boom. I've been, Star I've been, te- I've been yeah. telling Brandon. I've been telling Brandon. His breakout? I, is it his breakout game? I think it is. I think he goes over 100. And I said preseason, Michael Carter's got late season value. Michael Carter is a second half guy. And we had somebody draft him higher than I was had him on the board because he was a guy that I'm like, I'm not going to use him for a little while. So I had him low on my draft board. Of course, he was he was stinking it up weeks one and two. Somebody dropped him. I scooped him up in our main league. And I Sitter played start, Sitter's starting to flex. Michael Carter or T. Higgins, who's playing this week, 100% active. Um, are we PPR or are we standard? PPR. Yeah, honestly – same answer either way. Michael Carter. Yeah, I agree. And, and you know, if, if we're, if we're going to talk, if we're going to talk Bengals, Bengals, uh, wide receivers, I would like to bring a point up. Jamar chase, the rookie is wide receiver six so far this season. Hey, Hey, New- dude, all he said was, all he said was when we talked about it, the, the, he was miss. He was missing the ball in preseason because the, the the NFL ball is bigger. It's a little harder to catch. It is what it is. Now, whoa. I I was very high on Jamar Chase coming into the season. Then he said that comment, and I dropped him so far down on my draft board. And it was that comment that threw me for a loop, man. He he, mine got he got me in the, up in the head. So news or nothing, Jamar Chase finishes finishes as a wide receiver one this year. Yes, yes. that is that is news. Absolutely. Absolutely. That kid is that kid, dude, he's amazing. And, and and here's the thing. We just talked about Randall Cobb, right? So why do you think he's so damn good? And I'll tell you, he was he was fantastic in college. You knew he was gonna be a good pro, just as what it is. Um, kid's fantastic, but who's throwing him the rock? And that chemistry can't Joey. be denied. Is what it is. And Joey and Joey's looking strong. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is a great fantasy option. So, so we're talking about quarterbacks. We mentioned how Sam Donald's four, Danny Dimes is five. <clears throat> a guy that I'd like to bring up, Jalen Hurts is number three. Go, going throughout this season, so we'll say 
Patrick Mahomes is number one, of course. Kyler Murray's right behind him. Josh Allen is right behind, right in the mix. I think tied with these guys. Where's Justin Herbert at? Uh, I think he's behind them. I think he's like seven or eight. I think he's up there, but I think he's like seven or eight right now. So uh, we we agree, yes or no, Jalen Hurts, better fantasy option than Danny Dimes and Sam Darnold. Uh, then Danny Dimes and Sam Darnold. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. So going yeah. forward, rest of the season, who do you would you rather have than Jalen Hurts? Uh, other than Patrick Mahomes, of course, Kyler Murray, of course, Josh Allen, of course. Other than those three, who would you rather have than Jalen Hurts? Because in game this week, when he didn't even play well, team didn't look great, he still put up 27 fantasy points. Matt Stafford. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. I can understand the, the Dak Prescott argument. Okay. Not mad at that. Dak Prescott, he's been he's been exceeding my expectations. Lamar Jackson. Tom Brady. Man. Tom, Josh I, Allen. I said Josh Allen. I said Josh Allen. So there were three. So, again, that, that question is kind of, kind of uh, who would you rather have? I'd rather have somebody, but they're probably not available. So, so. No, no. So, so, so okay. this is, this is a hypothetical. Everybody's available. And this is. Point being, you can trade. Trades are still a thing. So if you can trade, I think going forward, Jalen Hurts is my number four quarterback going forward throughout the season. So okay, so so name the four that you're putting over over over. No, three over him. Three. Name them. And I did, and I'll do it a second time now. Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen. Yeah. So so whatever. So good. Hey hey, that's it. That's that's a Julian take. Ride that train, man. I don't agree with it, but it is what it is. I, I like Jalen Hurts, but but um, it, I, I'd like to talk. We start talking about injuries, man, and we should right. talk about who we back these folks up with, right? All right, let's go with Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon, questionable for this week. But what? But watch. But watch that one. Watch that one because yep. he may end up playing. Who, so let's talk about Kittle. Who do you pick up? Who do you pick up as a tight end? All your all, all the all the bangers are gone. Higby already played, right? I'll tell I'll tell you right now. So, and, and I'll I'll move this to a news or nothing segment. News or nothing. Dawson Knox from the Buffalo Bills and Dalton Schultz of the Dallas Cowboys are tied at tight end number four this year. News or nothing. Yeah. Those are tight end ones for the rest of the season going forward. So I got so I got Kittles. I picked up Schultz last week, and I'm starting I'm starting Schultz this I week. I think you can. I think you can go with uh, Jerry Cook. He did pretty decent for for uh, San Diego. Yeah, he this, got a touchdown this past week. Um, but he Ryan feels touchdown Onion. dependent. He feels Jerry Cook to me yeah. is very touchdown dependent. But but I mean if if like oh, no, I mean, but you're not like like, no, like no, I mean Cook. he's looking for a streamer tight end though. So he's not looking like for for legit starter. He's just looking for somebody. Okay, my you know what I mean like my horse is out. I just need a, a tight end that can probably score on this week. You, that could, I need go to score. you could go there for for a week. Yeah. Sure. Hold yeah. And cross fingers. Yeah, basically, yeah. So, so I, I mean, with tight ends, there there aren't really many consistent options that exist in the first place. Just because you know, you 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 have about four options, four maybe five options, and then the rest just fall off a cliff and just like shuffle. Like, okay, I'm a, I, I I can play this guy. He might score. He might not score. Yeah. So Brandon, Brandon was Brandon was really high on Kyle Pitts coming in coming into the season. I'm like 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 this is my drop dead week for Kyle Pitts right here. If Kyle Pitts does not have a monster game this year. Then James well, is right. really out. He's not going to have one. 
He's not. I'm. I'm. Dude, his his talent and his physical, his like 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 his physical abilities alone, like how fast he can run, his wingspan, like his catch radius, his height, like his athletic. Like I, I don't know why this dude is not having a monster year. Like my brain cannot compute this information and process it properly. But like this, you know what? Like no, it, it's no way because he's he's a, he's a freak of nature. His talent. So I don't get it. I don't get it. You know what I mean? Hey. I don't get it. But like maybe he'll come on at at the end of the stretch. What was that? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah I, I, I mean, I mean, it's possible. I know Brandon was really high on him coming this season. <laughs> I had him at no, number six, and I thought, still thought that was pretty high because he's a rookie, and I don't trust rookie tight ends. But so wait, Brandon, news or nothing? Dawson Knox and Dalton Schultz, who are tied for tight end four right now, are will finish the season as tight end ones and should be rostered in all leagues. News or nothing? I think Schultz. Definitely, um, just because I'm, I am riding the Dak Prescott train until it derails and crashes like the Cowboys normally do. But until then, I'm riding the Cowboys train. So I would, I, I wouldn't be mad at the show statement at all. What about Dawson Knox, Buffalo Bills well, tight end? Uh, I, I just think the, uh, the, um, the J- Josh Allen himself. They're, they're so run game dependent. With 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 Moss Singletary on top of uh, Josh Allen running the ball, you know, I mean, you got Diggs that they're, they're going to feature him. He like Knox is, I mean, he may score on a week, but he he's not a tight end that I would that I would consistently start. I would definitely consistently start Schultz over Knox. But consistently, I'd go with Schultz over Knox as well. But I gotta tell you, any of those Buffalo Bills pass catchers, I feel like are are great options. Diggs number one. Emmanuel Sanders, Sanders, I have number two. Cole Beasley Beasley catches passes, but doesn't seem to find the end zone. He doesn't seem to have a nose for the end zone. And I felt the same thing when he was in Dallas. He never quite had a nose for the end zone. Uh, I don't know why that is, but he doesn't seem to get in there. And that hurts fantasy. So I think if you need a tight end, I think, yes, Schultz is the the best pickup on the waiver wire right now because he's available in many leagues. And Dawson Knox is the next best available. K-N-O-X. Pick him if up you can, if you need a tight end. Also, if you can get some shares of Mike Gusecki from Miami, snatch him up. Because because he, I'm telling you, Mike Gusecki, like even with 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 Tua being out, like Jacoby Brissett is is finding Mike Gusecki, man. So this week, Mike Gusecki, I think is a great play because I think Jacoby Brissett tries to go out and just show out and show why he thinks he still deserves to be a starter. So I think Tua probably comes back in the next week or the week after. So I really think Jacoby probably throws a couple picks, but also throws a couple touchdowns. Mike, Mike Isecki might be catching at least one of those. So I think he's a good play this week. Um, all right, let, let, let's go through. We'll run, we'll run through some quick ones real quick on uh, some, some people that are in and out. Monitor the Joe Mixon, Samaji P. Ryan situation. So Joe Mixon is questionable, which means he may play. If he's out, Samaji P. Ryan's a great play. Baker Mayfield turns out he's playing with a hurt torn labrum, which means OBJ's value goes down, yep. which means uh, if you have any other than Kareem Hunt, he seems to be able to throw the seven yard screen pass just fine. Other than Kareem Hunt, even Nick Chubb's value goes down a little bit because now this field can't be stretched. The pat, uh, play action doesn't look as dangerous. These are all things that Kareem Hunt feels like the best play there right now. Uh, but Nick Chubb's always a, a good start. I mean, he's maybe falls to RB2 category, but you're not taking him out of your lineup. Uh, Gronk is still out. Keep that in mind. I still don't know if it's Cameron Bray 
or if it's OJ Howard. I don't know who the guy is there. James, Brandon, who do you guys, would you guys recommend picking either one of those tight ends up? No. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't feel confident either. Right. You, you you have a better chance of Brady scoring a touchdown just because of the way Brady looks at tight ends, but um, yeah. Yeah, right, I would. So. I, no, the, the, like I said, tight end, like once you get to that level, it's it, it's a crapshoot. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I mentioned Gronk is out. AJ Brown is back. And Julio is still out. Yes or no, this is the week that A.J. Brown finally shows why he's a wide receiver one. I don't think so. I think I roster, I roster him in two leagues, so go A.J. So go A.J. <laughs> I, hey, I, I have him in a league, too. It's PPR league, man. And I took him in the second league, I'm, or second round. I'm really hoping he, he shows out. Yeah, I, dude, he, he, went to, uh, he came out of um, Ole Miss with DK, and I think – and I think he was a better receiver. I think he's a better receiver than DK. I mean, yeah, yeah. so if DK scored twice this week, AJ gets three. three. Yeah, three Stop. for AJ. Let's, do, let's go. Let's go. But we need Tannehill to turn up. Tannehill has been a bum this year. So Tannehill, turn up this week if you're listening. Uh, Dalvin Cook, questionable again. Monitor that situation. Uh, one thing to note, Debo Samuel, wide receiver two so far this season. DJ Moore, wide receiver three this so far this season. If you have them. You're, you're, you're welcome for that information. Listeners, you're welcome. Schweitz. All right. Hey, hey, so make sure you're maintaining all the injury information. Make sure you're watching if you have the, the London game, if you have players that play for the Jets and or the Falcons. Uh, and pay attention. This week, it's hey, things hey, get spooky in October. It's Halloween month. It, and it's getting spooky. So pay attention to your alerts. The ESPN app will hit you with alerts on your questionable players. Pay attention. Yes, be ready to uh, to change your lineup. Brandon, uh, tell them one piece of advice before we hit the weekend. One one piece of advice. Uh, week five, what's up? Week five, advice. Don't be afraid to make trade offers for people that you think are going to do well. Now's the time to sell high whenever, you know, people are riding high, doing good. You know, they, they you know, some guys score that you don't expect to score. Don't be afraid to make trade offers, man. This is the prime time for trade offers where you can catch somebody off guard, man. Don't be afraid to make trades. James, any advice? It is week five. The best advice I could possibly give you is ride your horses. Don't get too squirrely right now. Injuries are one thing. Ride your dogs. Hey, great advice from both Brandon and James. If I can give you any advice, is just maintain uh, cognizance of what's going on. Understand who's starting understand uh, what your options are and watch the waiver wire. Sometimes people will, will pop up and you're like, wow, that's, uh, I didn't realize this guy was even available. Look to see who's available. Look to see who people drop. This is a time where people are dropping a lot of players that have value because they're tired of them. You may have, you may have thought I'll trade for this guy at some point and somebody else may just yeah. be dropping him. Yeah. So watch the waiver wire. Look at the, there's a button recent activity. Look at recent activity, see who people are dropping. If it's somebody you think, dang, this guy's got some value, put in the claim offer for him. All right, that's all we got. Good luck, everybody that's listening. Week five, we're out. Booyah. Fantasy Freaky Football Podcast, yeah.